Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm George Malin, a journalist with Quectel, and I'm delighted to introduce the topic of today's webcast. The topic is how to optimize meter design for smart meters and smart utility deployments. I'm delighted to welcome uh, our participants today. We have Faramarsh uh, Maksuku, the Senior Director of Business Development for Energy and Utilities at Qualcomm, and uh, Niset Yalsinkaya, the Vice President of Products at Quectel. Um, obviously, um, smart meters are, are, are taking off and they're huge benefits that utility companies are, are, are gathering from them. Um, and uh, uh, it's obvious that, uh, that connectivity is, is fundamental to making meters smarter and harnessing all the power of the data. Uh, so Faramarsh, um, what are the key capabilities smart meters need from IoT connectivity? Uh, hi, George, thank you for, uh, for the introduction. Um, so smart meters are uh, uh, utilities, uh, digital cash registers, and, and as such, uh, security of the metering system and continuity of service are uh, uh, the two most important requirements for utilities. Some meters will, of course, include uh, additional features such as uh, uh, high-resolution measurement capabilities, application support, and in some cases, the ability to connect to uh, the home area network. Now, thinking about uh, uh, technologies that will be in the next generation of meters and what IoT uh, brings to the table, uh, smart meter will leverage edge computing, which is uh, something that uh, IoT uh, uses quite a lot. So these applications uh, will provide new behavior uh, uh, on the meter uh, beyond the core uh, meter capabilities uh, for metrology and billing. So when you uh, couple this with the high resolution sensors, uh, smart meter applications can uh, provide not only greater level of safety to uh, customers, but also allow utilities to, uh, to improve their service quality. Great, excellent. Thank you, Faramash. Um, so Nisa, how do you see the smart, eco uh, the smart meter ecosystem developing and what are the utility company's priorities? Yeah, uh, what, I mean, as thanks George for, for having me in this podcast and thanks Faramash for, for joining uh, uh, into the discussion. First of all, smart metering ecosystem is 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 developing, and and Quactel is is a big part of it. So we provide uh, cellular modules, and these cellular modules, with the introduction of LPDA, LPWA, low 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 power wide area network capabilities like CADM and narrowband AOT, and significant uh, power consumption improvements for certain use cases like power safe mode and, and EDRX modes, these, these modules are becoming extremely important and in you know, tr transforming the, this ecosystem into, uh, into actual smart metering. What that really means, these modules have compute capabilities and there's extremely low power. So all the long battery life expectancies is able to be met uh, with uh, shorter EDRX, that means that you know in, uh, that that if you want to get a, a reading from the meter, you don't have to wait for a long time. If 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 a customer calls and complains about a bill, so those are very important uh, part of the priorities for these utility companies. Uh, as as Farmers mentioned, the security 
uh, the compute capability on the edge, and as well as this long power, uh, long battery life expectancy is becoming very important. And these are key features in, in developing this ecosystem. So uh, with, with this introduction of these features and technologies, uh, we are seeing more and more uh, edges actually becoming cellular connected rather than cellular is being used in the, in the, in the gateways and, and aggregating all this data and sending it out. So this is becoming uh, more widespread rather than uh, just being used as, as a gateway for, for the backhaul. Great, excellent. I mean, obviously, a lot of meter deployments have been uh, 2G, and I, I know that those are uh, often uh, protected by uh, local regulations in various markets that, that 2G uh, connectivity will be available. But increasingly, we're seeing um, LTE and uh, narrowband IoT uh, connections being adopted. Um, do you think? Uh, do you think that's a trend we'll continue to see, especially as as 2G networks continue to sunset? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we definitely see that um, number of discussions as well as the designings with, with LTE CADM and narrowband IoT modules becoming increasingly important. It's not only first generation of these modules, but second generation with the, with the release 14. And even in the discussions about the 5G capabilities of these modules, because we expect at one point in time, not, not anytime soon, but 4G networks is also going to, you know, sunset just like another prior technologies as well. So release 16 and, and 5G core capabilities of these modules is, a bit, is, is also becoming important. And if you look at the deployments history of LPWA, certain parts of the world started with KEDM, certain parts started with MBIOT. And there's a trend of actually, you know, each of them instead of becoming competing technologies, they're becoming complementary technologies. They both have capabilities is, is actually valid for all IoT use cases, including smart metering. KEDAM, like deployment in Americas has been really widely deployed in MBIoT in Europe, China, other parts of the world. And now it's becoming a dual uh, connectivity. So it's becoming important to have these modules have these board capabilities. And these companies are looking for a global module that you could they could deploy without you know going through another uh, design cycle every time there's uh, a new market market comes along. So yeah, so for, for short answer is yes. This, this technology is becoming very important uh, in, in deploying these these devices. Great, thanks, thanks, Nisa. Um, Faramash, I wondered if I could bring you back in. Um, I, I was wondering if you could talk a bit about the challenges of integrating. Um, all the um, technology into meter form facts and ensuring that the, the meter's lifespan is, is long enough to, to suit the, uh, the metering industry's typically long life cycles. Uh, yes, uh, so the, you know, as you mentioned, uh, these meters are expected to stay in the field uh, for um, 10, 15 years. And so it's important that uh, the meter is designed so that it can be updated and upgraded uh, over its life cycle without necessarily having to go and visit the site or 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 uh, uh, change something physically within the meter uh, uh, element. So to do that, we uh, we need to be able to uh, upgrade the firmware that runs on the meter remotely. 
So this remote uh, firmware upgrade has to be done securely, of course. Uh, similarly, we should be able to uh, to put new applications on the meter as the as the requirements change, and that brings it back to to the question of. Uh, security. You should be able to trust the device, know that it hasn't been tampered with. Uh, network connection has to be secure and similarly the uh, the head-end. So the whole end-to-end -end, uh, uh, from the meter to the network and to the head-end has to be has to be secured. On the device itself, for example, what uh, what we uh, recommend is that the, uh, it should have hardware-based security. It should have uh, secure boot uh, and uh, the images and the firmware that are upgraded should be digitally signed. All data has to be uh, uh, encrypted uh, 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 cryptographically. And so the, we make sure that the meter is, uh, can be used reliably by the utility over, over its lifetime. Super, great, thank you very much. Um, Nisa, can you tell me about how Quectel approaches this market and what experience um, Quectel has in, in helping uh, develop, uh, development of smart meters? Yeah. yeah, it's a good question. I mean, Quectel, as you know, is, is has become number one module vendor in the world. Uh, so we've been involved in this industry with uh, way back when 2G was the main cellular backhaul with the LPWA, like CADM and Narrowband IoT, and we have a significant market share in this, in this LPWA space. So we are involved with all the metering companies and we've been part of, of may, many deployments in, in China, Middle East, America, and, and Europe. So we, we actually have a, a hands-on experience with all the metering companies and we provide these module, cellular modules to these guys. So as, as Fermat said, right, device length of life uh, expectancy, battery, uh, life expectancy is, is, is really important. Uh, and, 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 and we see that in some of the use cases that they have is requires like 20 years of battery life in the field. Some can argue that if, if those devices are gonna be there in 20 years, because in 20 years, a lot of things really, really change, but that's really, really the requirement. And that's driving the power consumption requirement is in these modules, as well as the chipset uh, going forward. So, uh, so we, the good thing is we've been involved and we've been following the trend and we've been providing these modules to these metering companies. And we work with, with partners like Qualcomm to, to meet their requirements, especially as the power expectancy and life expectancy of the chipset and the module in the field for a very long time. Excellent. Um, that concludes uh, the podcast. So many thanks to Faramash Maksuku from Qualcomm and uh, Nisat Yasinkaya from Quetel. Um, we look forward to welcoming you to another Quetel podcast again soon. Thanks and goodbye from me.